Welcome to the Perspective. Hi, I'm Alexis. And I'm Loretta. And welcome back to another episode. Woo! <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed last one on... Money, money, money. Money. <laughs> this week's topic is about something we always use in our daily lives. Air. Mm, close. <laughs> Sometimes we, we put it at that level. Oh, yeah. Of necessity. That that is true. Which is really sad. Food. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not that. No, 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 not. no, no, no. Um, technology. Ooh. We're going to talk about a biblical worldview on technology and how to apply it to our lives. Hmm. You know, Alexis, how the Bible doesn't really talk about technology so how can we apply it to our lives in a biblical stance so the bible might not talk about technology but it does talk about idols and that is essentially what we make it so i got we have i have a main passage of scripture that will go very well with this Mm, can't wait to hear it we both have not grown up we've grown up with minimal technology Mm -hmm. right so we didn't have the latest smartphone at the age of six no right no that's i mean that's a over dramatic drastic yeah example but um, an exaggeration mm -hmm. but nowadays this generation is growing up with this generation is growing up with um technology at their fingertips mm-hmm. yeah like my up. my nephew he's well he's six now but when he was four he got his first kindle and everything an ipad oh. or whatever and i'm just like what in the world is going on yeah really wow that's wild absolutely not anyways I, yeah <laughs> There are some teenagers that, you know, that's what their life revolves around. Yeah. And I mean, even younger kids, too, and Mm -hmm. adults as well. Sometimes they just don't know how to put it down. No. (laughs) But then again, I can't say that I'm any different, you know. That's true. Because I'm just as bad as trying to put the technology down and focus on things that are more important. Mm -hmm. So we, as as a whole on this earth are very dependent on the screens that are in front of us yeah we tend to turn them into something that they don't need to be turned into Mm. so however although there are these many other things that are not good about technology there are some positives and we'll go over the negatives as well some positives are, you know, you can connect with other individuals around the world. Yeah. It's not just you walk out of your house and you go to high school and you're like, oh, what's up? Yeah. I've seen you all the time. Yeah, exactly. And you're the only person I'm going to meet because you're in my state. and Yeah, or in my city or whatever. Yeah. But then, like, I can just look at my phone and message one of my friends across the nation or... Uh, one of my friends that are, well, when they lived in Romania, I could talk with them yeah. while they were over there. So in different countries as well. 
mm-hmm. you know it's crazy wild how far we've come and even with other individuals like work people mm-hmm. um like your colleagues you can have a meeting via zoom or facetime or all those different outlets yeah to make life easier so to speak yeah. in some convenient ways. convenient convenient that would be a better word convenient convenient way so you don't have to leave the comfort of your own home or change out of your pajama bottoms mm-hmm. and it, it also has broadened the spectrum of the gospel yeah like we have the bible app we have other influencers and pastors and mm-hmm. evangelists you know just spreading the word and using that technology to glorify God. Yeah. So it has really kind of broadened that that area as well. Mm, makes it a little easier to share the gospel sometimes. Yeah. Especially to people around the world. Yeah, exactly. You know? If you can't actually go physically, you can still somehow share. Yeah. And it can be used as a support for those who go. Yeah. But with with the positives... There is a side to it all, right? Yeah. Like, one one thing that I, I thought of when you were saying how even with work, you can still, like, do things at home. You don't always have to go in. This just might be more of a traditional viewpoint on this, where because there is such a blend between it because of technology, you can't separate work from home. Mm. Or work from your family life. Yeah. And I think a negative could be that work then will get in the way of family time, which is vital. It's very vital. That's one negative that I think due to technology has made an effect. But some negatives can be brought out from like what what, what we have as impulses. Mm-hmm. Like impulsive thoughts or actions like shopping oh my gosh a lot of people love shopping I mean that's why we have a cyber Monday so and people will buy online more than going out nowadays yeah but I know a lot of people that because they have access to Amazon 24 Mm 7 it has turned out really badly for them and they may or may not have gotten into some sort of debt then with their credit card um so yeah that's definitely a negative and especially with what we were talking about with last week like be careful with your money y'all yeah but we also have to watch out for things like false information people anyone can put anything out there nowadays especially with social media so it is harder to find the real information Sometimes, like the real information can still be out there, but there are times where people will exaggerate or, you know, make up their own story, even if there's like a creative making something and it's not supposed to be a true story. But sometimes, you know how like, okay, this goes back a few decades. I think it was in like the 70s when on the radio show, if you didn't tune in right away, you didn't hear that this radio host was saying this is not a real story this is just a made-up one for your entertainment and it was about ufos and Mm. an alien invasion and people that weren't 
tuned in from the start, they they thought they were hearing like a real news news broadcast. Right. And they got scared. So I think that can even happen still online. <laughs> you know, there's all these rumors and stories going around and that can be a negative. There's also some other temptations or addictions like with sexual temptation. There's a lot of sexual content out there that are affecting people's lives. And it's not just online, like it's in the entertainment yeah. overall. So that's kind of going off of a little bit past just technology in our homes. But And along with what I was saying earlier with work, uh, technology even just in the family life, not even looking at those that can bring work home, just family life overall. Everyone's distracted by their own phones, their own iPads, their own computers, everything. Like, it's kind of breaking the connection now that can be really hard to get back into. Yeah, before you continue, I just remembered this story, and I don't remember if it was in a book I read or something like that, but it was... It was of a mother who took a picture of her children on Christmas morning as they were opening or like playing with their new electronics. And she like, she being like, oh, family time. And it's like, no, it's not family time because you're not spending time with your family. Yeah. You're spending time with the screen in mm-hmm. your hand, you know. And although, yeah, you're in the presence of them, you're really not you're just with them yeah if that makes sense yeah that really then shows that the connection isn't there and is really just one-dimensional yeah there's nothing to add to the dynamics of it aside from this secular worldview i want to dive into a more biblical worldview on technology I guess that just some questions or a question that we can always ask ourselves is, am I using this to glorify God? Mm. That's that's always what it comes down to. Yeah, with everything. Mm -hmm. Like, am I am I watching things that I know God will approve of or Mm -hmm. that, you know, will help me in my spiritual walk with him? Yeah. Or am I filling myself with by using this technology am I filling myself with things that will edify me or Mm -hmm. help grow me into who God wants me to be or defile yeah or yeah or is it going to defile me yeah yeah and I think our biblical worldview is intended for us to stand out and be separate from this generation Mm -hmm. we're not meant to follow the grain we're, we're meant to go against the grain because it's going with the grain is everything that our flesh desires and yeah. everything that is not of God. And although it might be difficult to go against the grain, it is worth every part of it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it in the long run. Yeah. And even in the journey, it's worth it. You grow it as you go. <laughs> you grow as you go. That is true. And just to see different, just different outcomes mm-hmm. where you never thought that you would be in a million years. Yeah. 
you know, God will always bring you. And a lot of this is easier said than done. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> we got to remember that we were called to be part of the counterculture because, like you were saying, Christianity does go against the grain. And that can be really hard now in the age we're in, especially now. Not saying that it wasn't hard back then in biblical times, but especially now, like, we're in the age of information. Everyone is saying that or calling it that. And just how immediate everything is. Yeah. And I think just to go along with all of that and to just apply it to our lives in the the form of questions, Mm. I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So we can ask ourselves is it good for me to be on blank? Is it good for me to be on Netflix? Or is it good for me to be on Instagram or YouTube? Snapchat. Snapchat or this website. Mm. Is what I'm doing going to benefit me and my relationship with God? Mm -hmm. Or glorify God and benefit the relationship that I have with him? Yeah, whatever you're doing or watching, is it going to do that? Yeah, because I know it's really hard to not be consumed with Mm. technology because it's around you constantly. Yeah, Um, it's it's really just a daily surrender to God to say, I don't want to put this above you. And that it's 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 a personal decision. God gave us free will to make those decisions and say, are you going, are you for me or are you against me? Isaiah 44, 12 through 20. It says, the ironsmith takes a cutting tool and works it over the coals. He fashions it with hammers and works it with his strong arm. He becomes hungry and his strength fails. He drinks no water and is faint. The carpenter stretches a line. He marks it out with a pencil. He shapes it with planes and marks it with a compass. He shapes it into the figure of a man, with the beauty of a man, to dwell in in a house. He cuts down cedars, or he chooses a cypress tree, or an oak, and lets it grow strong among the trees of the forest. He plants a cedar, and the rain nourishes it. Then it becomes fuel for a man. He takes a part of it and warms himself. He kindles a fire and bakes bread. Also, he makes a god and worships it. He makes it an idol and falls down before it. Half of it he burns in the fire, over the half he eats meat. He roasts it and is satisfied. Also he warms himself and says, aha, I am warm. I have seen the fire. And the rest of it he makes into a god, his idol, and falls down to it and worships it. He prays to it and says, deliver me for you are my god. They know not, nor do they discern, for he has shut their eyes so they cannot see in their hearts, so that they cannot understand. No one considers, nor is there knowledge or discernment to say, half of it I burned in the fire. I also baked bread on its coals. I roasted meat and have eaten. And shall I make the rest of it an abomination? Shall I fall down before a block of wood? He feeds on ashes. A deluded heart has led him astray, and he cannot deliver himself or say, is there not a lie in my right hand? What are That's, 
What are your thoughts? Well, some of what I was there, there are a few different things that came to mind when I was thinking about that. You know how he said, like, he called it his deliverer mm-hmm. and prayed to it. I think although technology and having these outlets has helped people with things they needed help for, a lot of times we tend to draw to it when we need help or when we need a distraction and look at that as our savior rather than getting actual help and reaching out to people. So I'm not saying like the side of it where you're using it to help reach out to someone or ask for help. I'm saying it in the terms of like when I was especially in like middle school or high school and I couldn't sleep and just for some reason anxiety was getting to me for no reason at all. I would always go to like YouTube and just play something funny and just get like in this whole YouTube loop. It's not that I was watching anything bad, but I would tend to go to that before I would go to God who could actually give me comfort and peace. Right. And that's one of the things that I thought of. Another thing is I got kind of like this adoration and love for that idol which is very one way obviously and for some reason in that aspect of it what came to mind was how (laughs) and we might get into this a little bit more next week but how people base their relationships on how they interact online Mm. um interests dating etc online it's all just texting it's a lot of it is not in person. I'm not saying like that's terrible because I understand some people do long distance. Right. And like we do need to stay connected, but there's still a side of it when it's all just by technology mm-hmm. that can become like a false love <laughs> and adoration. Yeah. Rather than actually finding the time to, you know. Anyway, I digress. No, I really like what you brought up um, because I'm very adamant or like very passionate mm-hmm. about about that aspect. Because I feel like the more we utilize technology, we get further and further away of face-to-face interactions yeah. and conversations. And I'm not saying that's bad in terms of, like, long distance. A lot of people who can do long distance do great. They still end up, like, really well. But for most people, you know, we need that face-to-face. Yeah. And I think there's just so much around that. Like, you're not able, like, you're you're hiding behind a screen. Mm -hmm. And, like, words can get misinterpreted so much. Oh, yes, definitely. That's why, personally, sometimes texting is not the best way for me. Mm-hmm. I do kind of want to talk more about that next week. Oh, absolutely. To wrap this up and to apply it to our lives, regardless of technology being good or bad, um, wherever it stands, it is constantly shaping us. Mm-hmm. Or we're allowing it to. Yeah. We just have to be aware of those areas in our lives where it does shape us. Mm-hmm. 
And like you said, when we allow it to shape us. So that's just one big thing that I think also is affecting a lot of younger individuals nowadays. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's because everything has now been pushed onto social media. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what they're drawn to. I mean, it's not, again, you have to, we have to remember the balance between what is inherently bad or inherently good. And it's not that everything on it is inherently bad, but it's knowing boundaries. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think if you do think and believe and know that you have an addiction to technology and there is a problem because mm-hmm. you see it in the way you interact with others i think bound setting up some boundaries for yourself um would be good mm-hmm. and you know if you need help coming up with boundaries or you need an accountability partner always ask someone you trust yeah i've known people to both here in this in the school that we're going to and mm-hmm. outside like back at home at my home church a lot of people have done fasts from technology and they've Mm. actually taken it further and longer than their fast and it has really made a difference in their lives and they like recommend to people to do it they recognize how much of a difference is made in their lives and how they are with other people now because of it it also stops us from finding our identity in technology and social media too much yeah. we can recognize like m- some of my friends a lot of the reason that they fasted was because they started losing their identity and finding it in that rather than finding their identity in God and I think some other questions that we can ponder on or ask ourselves if and when we're struggling with our identity or mm-hmm. just with technology in general are what are we trying to accomplish by using social media Mm -hmm. are we striving for connection or attention Mm -hmm. are we being aware of how transparent we are you know Mm -hmm. you don't want to share everything on social media boundaries boundaries (laughs) also with the first question um with are you striving for connection or attention they're very two different things yeah and sometimes people get them mixed up or don't recognize well they don't like to admit (laughs) which Mm -hmm. one they're looking for sometimes yeah and that can really get us in trouble with just our attitudes and you know where our, our identity is yeah And the last question is, are we listening to understand or are we quick to comment on our own opinions? Yeah, you definitely see that, like, especially on Facebook with, like, (laughs) millennials and boomers or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have Facebook. Lucky you. (laughs) No, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's not always edifying. Mm. And... sometimes if something is posted and you're concerned or have questions 
like you need to slow down and instead of putting it in the comments be like message them or call them separately and be like hey what did you mean by this type of thing and have a conversation with them not attacking them in the comment section yeah saying i can't believe you said this yeah exactly because then that's just assuming and it might not be true and Mm -hmm. then one person hates the next person and then you're just creating chaos Mm -hmm. pure chaos that might that could have been avoided yeah and you're Um. adding to the culture of hate as well then rather than being someone to try and understand even in your disagreements yeah and although technology might seem like it brings people together i just think it tears more people apart Mm -hmm. than anything yeah there's just so much hatred in the words we type sometimes yeah I've seen and heard people just tear each other down in, in like, places like that. Mm. And things need to be changed. Yeah. Absolutely. So are we going to be the change? I sure hope so. Me too. (laughs) As we wrap up this episode on technology, if you really enjoy listening to our podcast and you just have the desire and say hey you know what i think my friend would love to hear this please definitely share it with them or if you think someone needs to hear a certain episode please feel free to share with another individual yeah remember to tune in next week it's gonna be a juicy one really juicy (laughs) get your get your blankets and pillows chocolate Mm. Ooh, hot chocolate or chocolate milk all the above could be a bar of chocolate yes that is true (laughs) (laughs) anyway get the refreshments Mm -hmm. and get comfy it's gonna be a good one we'll see you next week Bye. bye